Welcome to Voices, a podcast that dives deep into the lives of fashion creatives to explore diverse perspectives on creativity, inspiration, and experiences that shape who we are as humans in a world where the power of our voices matter. I'm your host, Ashley Kilback. Episode two of Voices. Today's episode is going to be a special one featuring yours truly. I'm going to talk about my journey in the fashion industry, where it started, where it's going now, and of course, sharing some insights of lessons that I've learned along the way. So sit back, relax. I promise I won't keep you here for too long, but there is some solid advice bombs coming your way. So let's dive in. How did I get to where I am today? So five years ago, I started a blog called Closet Space. I really had no idea what I was doing at the time. I just knew that all the cool kids in the fashion industry were starting fashion blogs, and I wanted to create a space where my love for writing and fashion could coexist. I've always had an obsession for the two. Um, When I was younger, I would always raid my mother's closet. I would always dress up for no particular reason, only because it made me feel good, and it really was an art of self-expression for me. Writing was also something that was deeply personal to me. I was always that girl that was constantly journaling. I was writing poems. I I was really deep as a child, and... That's something that I actually went away from for quite a long period of time. I think it was probably at least 10 years where I actually didn't do any any writing at all, minus, you know, the odd English class where I was forced to. But it really came back to me full force, the two of them together. And, you know, what I like to call it as my inner creative dragon really started to breathe fire at that point. And that's, that's you know, where I really, I really found that one thing that kept me up at night. And, you know, fashion fashion blogging is a great thing, I think, especially for how visual our society is and the way that, you know, we just pull inspiration from the likes of social media and Pinterest and Instagram and all those things. But for me, I, you know, I dabbled with it for the first couple of years really as a way for me just to exercise that writing muscle But over time, I realized that it was lacking something for me. And, you know, that was substance. And I didn't really find how I could really bring that substance to the surface until I started interviewing people. And that's what really got me into storytelling and learning about other people. Um, Just really starting to feel this like sense of curiosity for what was going in the minds going on in the minds of creatives and you know what inspired them the lessons the challenges the things that they were experiencing and that's where I really start to found to find my space in the industry and looking back on it back on it now I think I went through those periods of time where I was like you know if closet space doesn't become something if I don't make money off of it if I don't have x number of followers then, you know, it's a failure and I've put all this time and it's going to be wasted time because eventually it's just going to be something that goes away. But 
the real lesson that I learned from it was all about how we evolve as people. So, you know, when we evolve as people, so does our creative work. And sometimes we have to start things and sometimes we have to stop things just to be able to find our place and really understand, you know, what it is we're meant to do in the world. And I really believe now that storytelling and, you know, being this voice for the fashion industry is is where I've found, you know, kind of back to that inner creative dragon again. But now I know that it's it's something that's deeply rooted in me that will, will make me happy for for forever, pretty much, which is kind of is crazy. But I'm super excited to dive into this journey. And I'm fortunate that Closet Space gave me the experience to really find my footing, understand, you know, what my personality is like in the industry, what my style is like, and, you know, what most importantly, what I can give for the people that really want to come along for the ride. So I know there are a lot of you that are following my journey from my Closet Space days. So thank you so much for, you know, helping helping me get through, supporting me, and, you know, most importantly, jumping on this new journey with me. I thought Closet Space was going to be a failure if it didn't really amount to, I think, what I really wanted it to be in the end. But, you know, the truth is, when I look back on it, it's I never really started with that idea in mind. I started, I started Closet Space as a hobby and as a passion project, and that's really what it was meant to be. It was, it was meant for me to find my footing, to, you know, find my strengths, just get my foot in the door in the industry, and just evolve as a fashion creative to that point or just to to evolve as a fashion creative to set me up for what I was really meant to do. I want to share some really important things that I've learned out of this whole experience, whether you are in the process of wanting to start a blog or you are actually, or you already have a blog. I hope that these pieces of advice can maybe really help you to shift direction or just get you started on your journey, wherever that may lead you. So the first point that I want to make is do your research and then make a master plan. I think it's so important to understand what it is you are creating for other people and why they are going to want to follow along in your journey. So I think it's important to understand where your space is in the fashion industry, whether that be, you know, what's your style, what's your tone, what are your interests? What are the what are the interests that you know you know really well and that you can really provide value for the people that are going to be following along for your brand? And you know, especially when it gets into partnerships, do your research on the brands in the fashion industry that you already really like, the ones that are really speaking to you as a person and that you want to that you want to be a voice for as well. I think a lot of times we start we start blogging and we kind of just wanna get as many brand partnerships as we want to and we really want to get our voice out there as fast as possible but I don't necessarily think that's the best way to go about it I think you really need to understand you know what is your voice and what brands can you partner up with that really share that same voice Um, because I think that's just going to help you have a stronger start if you really understand you know who you are right off the bat that's actually going to be a lot more impressive for the brands that you're reaching out to when you can explain to them, you know, why, why your brands align and why your voice is, why your voice is something that's going to ultimately help them spread their voice as well. Right. So along with that, I think it's really important to have a master plan. So 
it's better to take on the less is more mentality. I think that a lot of bloggers are really trying to do everything when it comes to, you know, travel and beauty and fashion and lifestyle. And I think, you know, from my personal experience and what I'm seeing is I think that's really, it's really getting saturated and it's really losing, you know, that one key factor or the one thing that stands out most about your brand because you're trying to spread yourself thin across all these different topics. So I think, you know, create a master plan that's focusing on three things that you're really good at. So if you love fashion, um, but you're also really into having a fit lifestyle and you're a foodie, maybe focus on those three things and really build those, build those things up first before you start to create a mega brand because I think that when we get really excited about the things we love we just want to jump in and we want to do as many things as possible but I think that really takes away from having focus and building consistency with the brand and something that kind of aligns with the first point um onto point number two now is to find something that you really care about so for me the number one reason why I didn't want to do fashion blogging anymore was because it was lacking substance for me. Not to say that fashion blogging doesn't have substance. I know that I know that it's an outlet that provides a lot of inspiration for other people. And I think being able to be a voice that inspires people or gets people out of their comfort zone in terms of dressing is a really great thing. But at the end of the day, I think that we need to take a deeper look at what exactly it is that we're trying to create. So start asking yourself, what do you really care about? You know, if you're going to be a fashion blogger and you're going to, you're going to exist in the space of fashion, start to ask yourself questions about, you know, do I care about sustainable fashion? Do I care about free labor? Do I care about, um, non-gen, non-gendered fashion? You know, there's, there's so many different pockets of the industry that are really starting to come out now that are really important. And I think that that really overall will make your brand so much stronger if you're able to, you know, really be the voice for something that's that has a lot of substance, that's a lot deeper. And it's also going to be able to help you become an expert in that field where you can provide knowledge for your friends on those topics where they might not have really considered something like that before. So I think it's important to find what it is that you really care about and you know make really make that a part of your brand and and speak loudly to it number three is use your strengths to your advantage so this kind of goes back all these points kind of kind of intermingle within each other but this kind of goes back to point number one of you know doing your research and having your master plan know what it is that you're really good at i see a lot of fashion bloggers that don't necessarily have a strong suit for writing. And you know, that's okay. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't be writing. I think that the more that you write, the better that you get over time. So if that is something that you really want to get better at, go ahead and continue to keep building that. But, you know, maybe find different mediums if writing isn't exactly your strong suit. So, you know, maybe you're a really good public speaker. Maybe you're really great on camera. And, you know, maybe you have a knack for video. So I think it's really about finding, you know, what is your strength and what, where can you use your strengths on your mediums instead of just trying to be everything at once? Because 
I find that I've gone through those periods where I've tried to do everything. There was a period where I was kind of lost with Closet Space and I didn't exactly know what I wanted the brand to be. So I was like, okay, well, maybe I should open up to the whole creative industry. Oh, and maybe I should start doing video and I should start doing interviews on video. And it all seemed really awesome at the time. And then I realized how much work a video editing actually was. Plus, on top of me doing my interviews that already took up about, took up about eight to ten hours of time, it was just it just wasn't even feasibly or like I didn't even have the time to do it. So I scratched that pretty fast. It was a really trial and error and learning for me. But again, now I can talk to that I can talk to that experience and say, you know, don't try and do everything. Start with those. Just back to back to that number one thing. Start with those three main things that you're really good at. So it's like, you know, if you're really good at food, then maybe start doing videos about creating recipes. If you're really good at fashion, then, you know, figure out different ways to get creative with your photos, whether that be like your backdrop or the way that you present clothing. Maybe it's not necessarily you showcasing the clothes. Maybe you're bringing in a whole community of people that are, you know, that really represent what your style is. So I think it's so important to find what your strengths are and really play to those um, instead of just jumping in and thinking that you need to be all things to all people because I think that's where your brand can kind of get diluted and you can kind of, it's it's really easy to lose lose focus that way. Uh, Point number four is show up. So this is, you know, it's funny that I, I'm, I'm giving this advice because a lot of these things that, there's a lot of these things that I have learned and I have grown from and I'm now doing things differently with voices. But number four is the points that I'm actually still working on. So I kind of feel a little bit of a culprit giving advice on this topic, but show up is all about consistency. I think that when you decide to create something of your own, you need to wake up every day with that burning desire to show up. And I think a lot of times it's so hard to do that, especially as a creative, especially when it's something that we're putting our blood, sweat, and tears to. It's really hard to, you know, constantly grind that out every single day. I know exactly what that feels like. There's days when you wake up and you really don't feel like putting on a nice outfit you don't really feel like getting done up you don't feel like writing you don't feel like being in front of the camera but whatever helps you show up whether that be you know sticky notes as a as a as a as your personal mantra um just little calendar reminders quotes to yourself you know whatever that might be start adapting those habits to really help you stay consistent because I think that is the one of the most important things to creating a brand online is consistency um, because as we all know if you are going to go dark for periods of time people are going to forget about you or your fans aren't really going to know what you're doing um, you know when they should be tuning into your blog or when they should you know when you're going to be putting out content you know they they're kind of left in the dark they don't really they don't really know what to expect from you and when something's going to happen next. And I think that's that was one of my one of my biggest learning things that I took from Closet Space because you guys, I absolutely sucked at consistency. Um, there were times when you know I probably wouldn't post for a month because I was so busy doing other things in my life. But again, I think that I I myself really need to work on showing up, and that's that's exactly what I'm going to create with this podcast is knowing that you know. I am holding myself accountable to creating this because I found where I fit in the industry and I found what I really love to do. And if I'm gonna make, if I'm gonna make it into what I want it to be, then I gotta show up every day. So I think it's really important to 
to keep reminding yourself, even if it's just saying those two words to yourself every single morning of saying, you know, today I'm going to show up. So continue to show up and I guarantee you that amazing things will start happening. The last point, point number five, is stay true to yourself. I think that in the world of social media, in the world of fashion, in the world of blogging, it's so hard to get caught up in the noise of what everyone else is saying, doing, you know, we, you know, especially, especially the fashion industry, because there's so many other people doing the exactly same thing. And it sometimes find, seems impossible to kind of, you know, swim to the top and really have your voice heard. But I think the number one thing is, you know, always stay true to yourself. There was a period where I went through, a period that I went through with Closet Space where I was like, oh, I'm not getting enough followers and like, I'm not, you know, I, I, need, I need to get to 10K because if I'm not 10, if I don't get to 10K, then I'm never going to make it anywhere. And I, you know, I obsessed over that for a period of time and it's just, it started to weigh on me because at the end of the day, I know following, following is a big deal, you know, especially if you're going to be doing things online and you want brand partnerships and you want to really build something into a business, it's important to be able to grow that following. But I think obsessing over it only hinders you from moving forward. So I think that's another thing that you need to remind yourself every day is that you just need to continue to put out content, content that is good, content that people care about, content that you yourself love, because you know that when you're putting out something else, something that you love, people will always attract to that and they'll always stay on board for the journey. So I think it's really important to stay true to who you are and, and, you know, block out that noise from the follower, from worrying about followers and things like that. Um, and just comparing yourself to other people. Like I, I went through that period of time as well, where I was like, Oh, well, these bloggers are like all models. They're like five, eight, they're gorgeous. They're, you know, they look like they should be on the the runways of Victoria's Secret where, you know, I'm coming in here just under five feet, a little bit of an athletic build. And I was like, oh, shit, like, I don't even know if the blogging, if this whole blogging thing is really for me because I don't really know if I fit in with this. Um, but I think that, you know, obviously saying that now, it sounds really silly because there are people of all different shapes and sizes in the industry and they really make it work for themselves. So find what really works for yourself and you know stay true to that I think if that's that's one of the most important things no matter what you do even if you're in the blogging industry or not if you stay true to your voice your brand and most importantly who you are as a person good things are always going to come your way so I think you know I hope those I hope those points really really just gave you a helped you know really helped you to put things into perspective and are going to be valuable for, valuable for you moving forward, whatever it is that you're creating. Um, I really want to learn and grow with everyone that is going to be following along with Voices. This is an entirely new journey for me. This is the first time that I've decided that I've actually ever recorded myself, edited myself, and really created kind of a radio show. So it's a totally different thing for me. And there's going to be a lot of learning in the process. So... The more feedback that I can get from you guys is amazing because I really want to create this as a community. I want it to create this as a movement. I want this to be something that's really powerful in an industry that really brings a voice for people of all different um, you know, backgrounds and mediums within the industry to share who they are, share what they're doing, um, and most importantly, create a really cool space within the fashion industry so if you loved what you heard today 
If you hated what you heard today, if it didn't even help you, either way, I really want to know um, if this, um, if you think this is valuable for something else, somebody else in your life, please give it a share. You know, sharing is caring. And for anyone that actually does share this episode, you can reach out to me personally and I will help you with anything, any questions that you have. Um, and I'm also willing to share whatever you've got going on. So if there's something that you're trying to promote or, you know, you really want to get out there, send it on to me and I will actually share it along for my networks. Um, so guys, I'm going to leave it at that. I don't want to keep you here too long. I've feel that I might have gone on to a little bit of a rambling tangent. I had a latte before I did this, so excuse me if I sound a little squirrely. Um, But again, thank you so much for tuning into Voices, and I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Until next time. If your earbuds enjoyed what they heard today, head on over to Vocalize.fashion and make the Voices podcast a part of your weekly routine. Episodes are now streaming on SoundCloud and iTunes.